This program is created by Andrews McMeal Entertainment in Kansas City, Missouri, and is based off the syndicated newspaper column, News of the Weird, created in 1988. We are here to continue this weird tradition and share some of the highlights from the column. This podcast season is dedicated to Chuck Shepard, original creator of News of the Weird. Well, I jumped on the internet, I was itching to find me something weird. Something like a homemade submarine or a six foot nine third grader with a beard. They're out there. Man, I found a wild smorgasbord, a cornucopia of wonder for my ears. It was called News of the Weird. News of the Weird. News of the Weird. Man, that weird news is so weird. Stories ain't too sexy and ain't too smart. Ain't too pretentious, but man, they got heart. I'm Kirk, and this is Nicole, and we are here to bring you stories from this weird world. Let's get to it, shall we? K-I-O-N, Kion TV, <laughs> reported January 7th at a Salinas, California family's ring doorbell camera captured video of a man licking the doorbell for more than three hours. The homeowners were out of town during the encounter, which took place around 5 a.m., great time of day to have visitors, but their children were inside. Sylvia Dungan who was alerted to the activity at her front door on her phone, said, I thought, boy, there's a lot of traffic. Who the heck is that? <laughs> Salinas identified the man as Robert Daniel Arroyo, 33. Arroyo also relieved himself in the front yard and visited a neighbor's house. Quote, you kind of laugh about it afterwards because technically he didn't you know, do anything, Dungan said, although police later charged him with petty theft and prowling. I'm worried a little bit about Sylvia Dungan's like kind of blase attitude <laughs> about her kids. It's like he didn't really do anything. Uh, he did a whole lot of shit. Well, your kids were home alone. Your kids are like on the other side of a wall from some weirdo who's on your porch at five in the morning, licking your doorbell and relieving himself in your azaleas. Oh my god, there's a picture of him. Yeah, he's wow. I like how he's making eye contact with the ring mm -hmm. with the camera while he's licking the doorbell. Yep, that's amazing. He's like. I, my mama told me how to take a photo. I mean, he must have Eyes rehearsed. Open. How long did he lick this thing for? He licked it for three hours. Hmm. There's a weirdo licking your doorbell for three hours, and you're like, gosh, what the heck's going on what out the there? What the heck is that? Jeez. What are you licking there, weirdo? It's I, like, what is it? I have it? some questions. Okay, so Sylvia, where, where, where was she? Out of town? She was probably at her boyfriend's house. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. She was out of town. She was just town. getting some on the side. And her kids were home, but it doesn't say how old they are, and so I'm going to go with they were five and seven. Yeah. It's a good age. Yeah, to leave alone. Old enough to take care of yourself. For sure. Um, and so she's watching. Do you think she was, like, watching this happen for three hours? Because she kept getting, you know how that annoying ring is like, and it just keeps doing it every time there's motion. So she probably <laughs> Every got time there's a guy things. licking it, yeah. it just keeps for ringing. For, like, hours. She's yeah. getting these. She's like, she's oh, like, okay. God. There's something going on out there. She's like, beat it. She like kind of just throws a shoe <laughs> out the window, like, just go she's away. Like, Hello? And it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I can't understand. I can't understand you. Could you speak a little bit clearer? Can you, sir, please just 
go do that somewhere else. My children are trying to sleep. And they're alone. I'm not home. So I would appreciate it if you didn't <laughs> lick the doorbell. I'm, I'm on vacation in Texas. <laughs> uh, just leave, leave, my, leave my home now, please. Oh, and then he must have, uh, oh, he relieved himself too. Where did he relieve himself? In the front yard? In the front yard. That's not a big deal. And then he visited a neighbor's house. What did he do there? Like visited? Like he went in for like a cup of coffee? <laughs> He's like, hey, Dan and Doug, I'm here for some tea. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> I had to uh, lick the doorbell next door. He's like texting him. He's like, I'm going to be, just give me three hours <laughs> to lick your neighbor's doorbell. <laughs> Why? I mean, look, he, he who knows? 5 a.m., Oh wait! It started at five a.m. I'm. I need to. I need to. I need to get the details straight here. Oh took yeah. Took place around five a.m. Okay. But so their five to eight. Or th- or two to five. Okay. Wait. You're right. This doesn't make any sense. The homeowners were out of town during the encounter, which took place at five, but their children were inside. Okay. Wait. You're out of town, just gone, but your children are inside now. Are the kids seventeen? Well, that the thing is, children. I think by definition are under. Right. You don't say like a nineteen-year-old child. Yeah. Or a seventeen-year-old child even. Yeah. You would say like a... A six-year-old. Yeah, a child. A child was home while the parents were out of town. The villain in the story is Sylvia. Guess what? Our next story takes place in... Indiana? Florida. All right. Florida again. When you gotta go... Oh-ho. At 4.40 p.m. on March 4th, Kenneth Clark Carlisle, 64, mm. walked up his neighbor's driveway in his birthday suit and relieved himself number two style on the neighbor's glass patio table the smoking gun reported the whole thing was caught on not one but two separate angles of the victim's home security video footage the police report noted clearwater florida officers arrived at carlisle's rv camper oh how did we know there'd be an rv camper in this story uh where they spoke to him through the door and he was still visibly naked and highly uncooperative (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nothing I like better than a highly uncooperative naked guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bond on this incident is $250, but he was already in trouble from a December infraction. Steak knife So he remains in the pokey. In I mean, also, smoking gun, unfair of you not to say what the December infraction was. Mm-hmm. I would like to know. Um, let's start with the uh, the birthday suit. Yeah. What does your birthday suit look like? Mine's pink. <laughs> like, with, like, a white floral motif. Uh, mine's kind of like peach colored Mm -hmm. with a lot of hair and some moles Ah. and, Mm. uh, some love handles and, you know. Cool. Um. (laughs) Fully intact (laughs) male genitalia. Oh, like a birthday suit. Birthday suit. Um, and relieved himself number two style. Now let's, So he took a big old steamer on their patio table, walked up the driveway naked. And took a dump. I feel like there's some missing context here. Like there must have been some bad blood. Yeah. Some some previous neighbor dispute. Yeah. Th- this feels kind of in the same situation. Like you this don't is, just take a shit a, on your neighbor's right. glass this table. This is not the first time you showed in up in your on, birthday suit. Right. I mean, I don't. They've probably been dumping uh, their motor, used motor oil in his RV, mm. or maybe harassing his daughter, or. Stealing, uh, stealing his Amazon packages. We should start talking about the RV camper uh, that he was visibly naked and highly uncooperative. I in. think that's actually that's the name of my biography: visibly <laughs> naked and highly uncooperative. <laughs> oh, I think that would boy. be that would actually be a really really appropriate uh, name for for me, my book. Um, How come? Just because I, I, well. I'm both of those things quite often. Visibly naked 
And highly uncooperative. If you were a cop having to deal with a naked, like agitated, highly uncooperative person in an RV, I mean, that is rough. Like, forget about, like, you know, walking into, like, the line of fire or having to do dangerous shit. It's like, that would be... Oof. I mean, can you imagine Rough. being LAPD? Just like restraining someone naked? Going to like have just... drag people out of their garbage forts and be like, look, you're under, <laughs> oh my God. Garbage forts. It's like uh, people at their worst. That's all you see every day when you're a, when you're a police officer. All you do is like, if I'm going to come in contact with you, chances are you're having a, like the worst day of your life. Right. It's like Groundhog's Day. It's just every day is the same. <laughs> every single you're day. Dirtier and dirtier. Yeah. And, and more you, agitated. And you wonder why like the... The young cops are like, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to help people. And the old cops are like, just shut up. Just no. Just take the money. My God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get, get your gold watch and just. <laughs> just keep your head just, down. Yes. And shut up. But that's that's all. I mean, that would be really just something else. That's why with. most of the most of the police in Florida, at least half the cops at any given time, are actually shooting an episode of cops. It's like being a security guard on the side. You can moonlight as a cops cop. Shoot. Shoot an episode of Cops. They got the camera in the car. You catch the perp. They probably let the same perp go four times. They can go re-catch him again. It's like <laughs> throwing a fish back. <laughs> you know, and they just run Ew. back and get him. They're like, hey, sorry, guys. I can't fight crime today. Got uh, got cops on board. They're like, hey, I'm scheduled for next week. All right. Listen, I'll take these guys this week, but next week I'm going to be you. All right. By See the way, ya. I loved Cops. Did you? That show? Yeah. Amazing. What you going to do? That there was an episode where they picked up some insane woman and she was hitting on the cop, <laughs> like just and she may have been naked or like partly naked. They're trying to put her in the car and she's doing like <laughs> and like just <laughs> awesome. And he's like, I was. I mean, they oh, were all laughing because God. it was so absurd. And I just, God, she was good. What you a know, show! Some people feel like like cops was an exploitative show. I don't know why they would think that. Wrong. It's, it's not like they were out. You know. Only catching like poor people of uh, the worst day of their lives in their shitty Florida neighborhoods, like <laughs> stealing things and being prostitutes. You know, they, they they often balance it out with some like high end suburban neighborhoods where they, you know, caught drunk drivers. It would be good to have like a cop's celebrity edition <laughs> or like Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Depp could star in it. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, moving on. Lockdowns, Zoom meetings, and reduced physical contact have made us more dependent on the internet than ever before. And now we want to log off. Disconnected by Emma Gannon is a little book about reclaiming our humanity in our increasingly digitized, monetized world. So where do we go from here? And how can we get back on track? Disconnected offers tangible tips and advice for those of us who feel a little lost and are looking to find our real life selves again. Available now in print, ebook, and audio wherever books are sold. W-I-S-N. Hmm. Oh, from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Tom Josie. Josie? Josie. Assuming that's Polish. Josie. Josie. A 60-year-old maintenance worker in Kenosha, Wisconsin, was in the dentist chair when his visit turned anything but routine. This is being reported by W-I-S-N-T-V. On April 18th, Josie was getting a cavity filled when he inhaled an inch Long dental drill bit. Ow. I didn't really even feel it going down, no, he said, but the bit was deep in his right lung. A CT scan 
a CAT scan showed. Uh, pulmonary expert Dr. Abdul Al Reyes uh-huh. and his team at the Aurora Medical Center, Kenosha, decided to try a catheter that's used for the early detection of cancer, allowing them to reach the small bit and pull it out without any harm to Josie's lung. Oh, a happy ending. Today, the bit is displayed on a shelf in Josie's home. Why oh. wouldn't you display that? That is a thing to be proud of. I inhaled this build, drill bit because I'm a fucking idiot. And now I'm going to proudly display it on my mantle I mean, most next to the, my mom's ashes. Most of the people who do stuff in here <clears> are <throat> flipping idiots, but yeah. he did, this guy didn't do anything. I mean, no, he, he inhaled the drill the, bit. But it wasn't his fault. Yeah, it no, was he the inhaled dentist's it. fault. But the guy said he didn't feel it. I didn't really even, I didn't feel, even it feel it going, going down. down. They're like, uh, Tom? Hi, Tom. Uh, hey, we're going to need you to come back in. Dr. Uh, Abdul Al-Reyes is a little concerned that he may have Lost a drill bit inside of your body. Do you think he noticed? So he's got the thing in his mouth and he's like drilling away and then he takes it out and he's like, (laughs) fuck. And he looks on the floor for like 15 minutes Uh, and then he's like, "Uh, just a second. Uh, (laughs) How's that thing going down there, Doc? (laughs) Just fine, Tom. Just fine. Uh, Doing a little housekeeping. He's got his, he turns on his like iPhone flashlight and he's like, fuck. Like, can you sit forward? He's moving the chair up. Maybe some less savory individuals would not admit it and they would just not tell the patient that a drill bit went into their lungs so you have to give him credit for being honest because he knows a lawsuit is coming although maybe not this guy is like yeah it's like i didn't even even know what happened i had a great time at the dentist yeah now i got a trophy yep Mm. i had a friend who was smoking a joint once and like got down you know super super low end of the roach and was just like and it literally was like, and it just disappeared. And was like, and he was like, ah, oh, God, and it like full on, like went down his lungs, like just a little bit of old Amazing. roach. Okay, cool. Here we go. Moving on. That's so out. Oddity Central claims. A menswear brand in Australia celebrated Movember when men grow mustaches to raise awareness of men's health care concerns with a special suit of clothing made of mustache oh. hair, Oddity Central reported. The mohair suits fabric was made by a Melbourne artist, Pamela Kleeman-Pathy, who collected <laughs> hair from salons and individuals. When hair is on your head, it looks really beautiful, she said, but when it's off the body, it immediately becomes disgusting. What is... <sighs> I'm interested in the polarity between what's really voluptuous and what's really repulsive. Well, this lady's insane. What a pretentious D-bag. If you're interested in the mohair suit, sorry, it isn't commercially available. Oh, sorry, Kirk. I know. I, I wanted it. Because I saw you starting to Google. What is what is mohair, first of all? <clears throat> mohair is... Uh, is uh, I mean, what's real mohair? I don't know. All I know about mohair is... Uh, that Elton John song when he's like, she got electric boots, a mohair suit, you know I read it in a magazine. Wait, what is mohair? Isn't it, um... Is it synthetic or does it come from a... It comes it... from the mo. From the mo. Mm. We need to put more stuff in there, mohair. Mm. Mohair is an animal animal hair oh. fiber obtained from the Angora goat and a significant so and a significant so-called specialty hair fibrate. Mm-hmm. Mohair, animal hair fiber <laughs> obtained from the Angora goat. I think this definition came from a UK website, faux show. <laughs> the animal hair fiber <laughs> obtained from the Angora. Oh, so it's goat hair. So 
Oh. I mean, how do you even get, I mean, this is, I know nothing about making clothing. How on earth do you get mustache trimmings <laughs> to stick to a suit? And what's the suit made of? And how do you get it to stay on there? Glue? Yeah, glue. Do you just spray the shit out of it with like glue and then blast mustache hair all over the suit? Mm-hmm. That is so disgusting. I mean, mustache hair cannot be very long. It's nope. very, very short. And it's very coarse. And it's coarse. And very crinkly. It probably smells like butter or whatever else they eat. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> combos. <laughs> Just Doritos. Australian-flavored Doritos. Mm. Gold Coast Doritos. Look at the little pocket. It has a little... That's cheeky. Blech. See that? Yeah. Pocket square. Smell that? Those are trendy. Those are so trendy. I they like to stuff a little handkerchief just so in my pocket. Is this one of Pamela's designs? Oh, I Pamela. I think that's the only design. Yeah, I know. I feel like you, this is one of those things where you make one, you're like, oh, I'm going to mass produce these. No, I'm not. How many? Be- how much beard hair is Ugh. and mustache hair is in she this? She for sure threw hideous looking because, suit. Yeah, no, it's hard. It probably smells awful. It smells so bad. And like, what if you wore this in the rain? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I got electric boots and mohair suit. Oh, my God. You would, sm- you would smell like a dead body. Everywhere you went. You know, I smell it like a latrina. (laughs) Me me, me, me and my mustache suit. I hate it. It stinks and I hate it. It's it's really gross looking. Like you you Anonymous Beaver just flashed on my screen, but I don't know why. Hmm. Anyhow, um What's going on? Are we moving on to the next story? What's going on in your life? I don't know. When Mark, 38, and his wife left for work one morning in January, their their back garden in Belfast, Northern Ireland, looked just like any other day. But when she returned that afternoon, there was a concrete slab painted with a creepy clown face propped against the wall, the Belfast Telegraph reported. Thank God it wasn't the Orlando... Click. (laughs) OrlandoNewsWeenie.com. Some people would have had to come through our gate and down the steps to place it there and deliberately place it so it was facing the window so we could see it, Mark said. Clown was holding a lighted candle, and on the reverse, a Bible verse was inscribed, Let your light shine, Matthew 5.16. Mark contacted friends, neighbors, and family members to see if it was a prank or if others had received a clown, but no one experienced anything similar. He threw the clown away, big mistake, but remains creeped out. It's so unsettling. Mm. Belfast Telegraph. I've received a clown. 126.22. Um, Wouldn't recommend. Let's start at the beginning here. I mean... It was made of concrete. I concrete slab. Have a few questions. Mark and the wife. Mark and his wife. She doesn't have a name. Just uh-huh. Mark's wife. Just she. That's Mark her and name. his wife uh, left for work. Came back. Someone had dragged a concrete slab all the way down their stairs and into their garden and propped it up with some creepy clown painted on it. I love. I love the intrigue. Someone would have had to come through our gate and down the steps to place it there. Like oh man. Wow. Wow. How did they do that? This I, must have I, been a, a criminal <laughs> mastermind all the way down the four steps into the garden. I'm picturing like a little picket fence, like garden gate that you just like open the latch. You the, just... w- the wood's all sagging. They're just like, <laughs> open it up. Just like get it in there. It's like, wow. I mean, first of all, that is terrifying that that happened. And then and then uh, propped yeah, concrete slab. A concrete slab. What, is, what does that mean? Paint, I, mean is it like, uh, I guess it was like a piece like of... Like a chunk of sidewalk? Yeah, like that they that they took. Um, yeah, I, uh, and and propped against the wall. I, 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 so, so obviously this was someone who knew them? 
Maybe suggesting that Mark is a clown? I mean, let your light shine, Matthew 516. This is somebody who just wanted to, he just wanted to fuck with them, frankly. Anyway. Somebody um, came down the back stairs and to give us a good fright. To give us a good fright, and they busted into our little garden gate, and the clown, oh, the clown was holding a lighted candle? Mm-hmm. Like a real lit candle? Yeah. First of all, <laughs> no. Like an entire uh, like high school theater department went to the trouble of making this thing and then dragging it down there to uh, have have a go at them, you know? On the flip side, what if this was a nice gesture? They put a Bible verse that said, let your light shine. Maybe they wanted to cheer them up and they thought this clown will cheer them up. We'll put a candle in his hand. Not a chance. Oh. So they um, had a creepy face. Weren't clowns originally supposed to be for cheering people up? Like, can you, I mean, I shit you not. I feel like I had read one time that they used to bring clowns to hospital rooms. What if you were dying right. in a hospital room and some fucking clown just came no. in the room and was like, <laughs> "Hello." <laughs> I'd be like, "Hope you feel better." Unplug Johnny. everything. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. That's gonna make you feel better. Not a chance. And not a chance that anyone was just trying to like brighten up their day. This, this was a deliberate intention to scare them. Uh, which it did, clearly. Everyone's terrified of clowns. Let's talk about how Mark contacted friends, neighbors, and family members to see if it was a prank or if others had received a clown. Okay. (laughs) Hey, hey, uh, (laughs) hey, Darren, just, just, yeah, this is Mike. Mark. Uh, Mark! This is Mark. I just called in to see if, (laughs) did you receive a a giant chunk of slab of concrete that was propped up against your garden wall that had a picture of, like, a creepy clown on it, maybe with a little Bible verse quotation there? Uh, no, Mark, I didn't get anything like that, but uh, I'll let you know if it shows up. Okay, I'm going to call Mom. Okay. Hello, Mom. Hello, did my darling. You, did How you, you get a clown slab? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say about this. It's It was obviously terrifying and unsettling for them, and I, and I agree. I would probably feel the same way. Yep. But I'm still going to say that I think that this might have been a nice gesture. It was obviously a religious person. Put the... No. The slab with the clown on it. No. The only way to make something even scarier is to just throw some random Bible verse on there. <laughs> because it, it it implies that the person pulling the prank is like a religious weirdo, which which like makes them completely unhinged and like free to do anything they want in Fair the enough. name of God. And this is Belfast, so it was probably a Catholic coming to terrorize the Protestant mark. Yep, could have yeah, been. been. I'm guessing. Could have been an IRA prank. Yeah. Oh. Sinn Féin. They're like first the clown slab and then the uh, the, <laughs> Just like, the Molotov cocktail. I'm gonna throw f- another <laughs> fucking grenade at those motherfuckers. <laughs> they try to scare me with the clown. <laughs> I mean, and then he threw the clown away, which, in my opinion, that was, was a bad idea. Stupid as shit. Yeah, you should have kept it. <clears throat> that is where my superstition would make me like, oh god, I threw that away, and now it's going to come back and right. haunt me. Plus, it, you could have easily turned it into an NFT, right. And probably made a lot of money off that, especially if the story, you know. Was widely distributed as it ha- clearly has Absolutely. been. Absolutely. Um, you want to see my wild clown? Do you know what? Do you have? Do you invest in NFTs? I invest in clowns. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good. Uh, I invest in a lot of NFTs. I don't even know what they are. Remember that clown crate or the clown like hysteria where people would be taking pictures of just random clowns on the side of the road that they would see driving at night. Do you remember this? Mm. It took hold for a little while. It was like. A very viral, horrible, terrifying phenomenon. People would be driving by themselves at night. There would be just a fucking clown just standing on the side of the road doing nothing. That is pretty creepy. Uh, no, I don't remember that. I would that. immediately hit that clown yeah. in my car. 
I mean, our, I wouldn't even think about most it. Most clowns like, would be Burr. driving to or from their clown gigs. Yeah, no, this clown which they was have not to in do in full car. clown makeup. No, this because... clown was just standing, or they would like come running out of like a tunnel. Oh yeah, just bizarre. Okay, shit. that's yeah, that's super weird. Yeah, yeah. But they weren't real clowns. They were people dressed as clowns <laughs> who were trying to give clowns a bad I'm name. I'm sorry. What is a real clown? Well, uh, you know, somebody who makes their living as a clown. I guess like a. A, a clown who's like, I do birthday parties. But I'm, that's a that's I'm a like person Jumbo. who dresses up as a clown. Right, but if if you you could easily pretend to be a a clown by dressing as a clown and trying to scare people, just like you know, sort of giving clowns a bad name. Ah, serious. you give clowns <laughs> a bad name. Honk honk. <laughs> I got pulled over one time in Indiana. Uh, I was doing summer stock theater. Uh, and I got pulled over after the show on my way back to my house, and I had full full stage makeup on, like I was like full makeup. And this is not but in like what were you dressed at or what was the? I had just regular clothes on, but I hadn't taken any makeup off yet. But what kind of makeup was it? Were you? It was like stage makeup. It wasn't anything crazy, but, but just it was very like, like heavy. heavy pancake makeup okay. and eyeliner and like <laughs> you know the the whole thing. This is in the middle of a very small town, like cornfield town in northern mm-hmm. Indiana, and the guy was just like. Can you see your license in Ridge? <laughs> like he's just like I'm like, look, man, I'm I do I'm in a play at over at the playhouse on the other side of town. He knew where it was, like, but he was like at first like, oh, do I have to kill you right here? Now? No, I feel like it would have been better if you didn't say shit. <laughs> I'm and like, just stared at him like, you want a party? Yeah. All right, well, Kirk, that was an amazing story. I think it was an incredible story. If you like this story, you can read more and find <laughs> behind-the-scenes info. Visit our website, newsoftheweirdpodcast.com, and you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at News of the Weird Podcast. Should I say it again? News of the Weird Podcast. We're on TikTok, whatever that is. This episode was produced by our executive producer, Bridget McMeal, and Daniela Give-A-Dog-A-Bone, as well as Matt Sheppo and our producer, Sarah Hill, with Bobby NYC. Made possible by Andrews McMeal Entertainment. Music credited to me, Kirk Zipfel, a very talented. Special thanks to Charlie Upchurch. And you can subscribe to our podcast for free at Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. From the host of the hit podcast, And That's Why We Drink, Christine Schieffer and M. Schultz present A Hunted Road Atlas, an interactive travel guidebook for your next car trip. Jam-packed with illustrations, fun facts, travel tips, and beverage recs, this book includes some of the country's most notorious crime scenes, hauntings, and supernatural sightings, along with Christine and M's recommendations of the best local bars and ice cream parlors, oddity museums, curiosity shops, and more. Available now in print, ebook, and audio wherever books are sold.